Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Guys in a Chainsaw. I'm Todd. And I'm Craig. Today's film, I chose, it is the 1986 film Spookies. It's a movie with a fantastic cover art. I found out about this film with a great article that I found online in the Dissolve called The Strange Saga of Spookies, which details the storied past of this film. This film um, played in America briefly in the theaters. It also played in Hong Kong briefly, and you can kind of see that it might have played a little better for a Hong Kong audience, <laughs> especially sure. if, you, if you compare it to um, The Boxer's Omen that we did earlier. Uh, not not quite as disgusting, but just as much, I think, a special effects extravaganza that just goes right. balls out. <laughs> yeah. I know this movie from the cover art. I had actually purchased the VHS tape quite some time ago and never did watch it and then sold it or gave it away or threw it away or some point when we moved. So uh, I was happy to be able to sit down and watch this movie. It is on YouTube. It has not had a proper DVD release. So if you want to watch it after we're done talking about it, you can definitely go to YouTube and, uh, and check it out. And you might want to. It is interesting. Very interesting. The film is actually the product of of a movie that uh, was shot uh, called Twisted Souls by two longtime horror fans who wanted to shoot a horror film. And uh, apparently they came up with a movie called Hellbender or Hellspawn or something like that. Uh, and we're trying to get the financing for it. And in the process met a man named Michael Lee. Michael Lee, very rich guy, decided to put up the money for this uh, a film if... Uh, they would do another movie for him first, which he just said, uh, make it about a bunch of teenagers uh, running around in a house getting killed. So with that uh-huh. detailed plot synopsis in mind, these two guys went and just wrote a crazy script uh, for a movie that apparently was pretty ambitious. Uh, it had a special effect on every other page. They later admitted it kind of bit off a little bit more than they could chew, but by golly, they shot it. And in the process, uh, had some creative tension between them and the financer, Michael Lee, who, according to the people involved in this film, really didn't know a lot about movies. <laughs> and so these two guys just got super frustrated, and finally uh, Michael Lee uh, kicked him off, uh, kicked them out, and brought in a, another person uh, to finish the movie. Her name is Eugenie Joseph, or Jeannie Joseph. So the result that we have now is Spookies, the result of... Um, Twisted Souls, which was the original title, with all this extra footage added in pretty clumsily. And the directing credit is shared by Jeannie Joseph, Thomas Durant, and Brendan Faulkner, which is never a good sign when you have three directors on a film. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Now you know a little bit about the movie going in. Um, I knew this about it going in. If you don't know this about it, about it going in, you'll probably be even more confused by how crazy this film is. Craig, have you heard anything about this movie before I proposed it? Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know. You know, the title seems so familiar, but at the same time, I don't think that I really knew anything about it. And all of that history you just explained, you sent me that article and then later texted me and asked me if I read it. And I said, yeah, the first part, because it was super long. Um, so I, I, I didn't have all of the uh, information, but I watched the movie and then I went back and uh, reread that article and it becomes pretty clear. I mean, you can, you can tell where the backbone of the movie is and then what was added in later. And so knowing that, it kind of explains a little bit 
why the movie maybe seems disjointed and 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 the way it is, but I don't know. Yeah, no, really, watching it this time was the first time that I had really any experience with it. You know, the 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 title Spookies was suggested by Michael Land because apparently they don't want they didn't want to call it Twisted Souls, and he said, "Well, Goonies did so well, let's call it Spookies." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah like like you could compare this to goonies in the slightest yeah well the movie starts out with kind of a shot of a graveyard of sorts and some a big house behind it and one of the graves is uh kind of bubbling a little bit and there's a kid is <laughs> Right? It's this weird, it's like the stone, it's like a stone slab with chains over it, and it's like undulating, like it's jello or something. <laughs> yeah, pul- pulsating is like a common motif in this movie. Right. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. There's a lot of pulsating going on. They had a discount on like air bladders or something at the special Oh man! So, uh, so there's this kid named Billy walking through the woods, and it's dark out, and it's near this graveyard, and he sits down by a tree, and opens up a sandwich, and starts talking to himself, and tells himself "Happy Birthday." You kind of figure out that he's running away from home, but the only way you figure that out is this man just in the dark, up in, who happens to be in a tree across from him, speaks up and is like, "So, Billy, today's the big day." night away from home kid what makes you say that <laughs> you just seem kind of nervous i'm not nervous you just startled me give an old man a light in the meantime we're getting insert shots of this creature that looks like it's looking at them throughout the woods almost like he's stalking billy kind of a werewolfy type creature it was all so random like i and super super dark so i couldn't really understand what was going on at Mm. first at first i thought that whatever this were creature was that was like you know watching or whatever i i thought that maybe it had transformed into this guy and was now talking to this kid Uh, as it turns out no that's not the case because as soon as the kid talks to this random stranger um about how He's run away because his parents forgot his birthday or whatever. Then he just walks away and the random stranger gets mauled and killed off screen by this were creature. And then like his corpse just falls into frame. So we see that (laughs) I like I, I really had I really had no idea. So Billy walks towards the house and he's walking through a graveyard and only because I was watching this on YouTube and after it was done, it looped back onto another He was like, up next is uh, Spookies. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Thank you, YouTube. I don't need to see this one again. But um, I was holding my son at the time, and I was just sitting there, and I couldn't really stand up. So I ended up re-watching, unfortunately, the first ten minutes of this movie. And I caught something the second time around that he glances at a tombstone, and he makes a comment like, oh, this is weird. It doesn't have a name on it. And then walks toward the house. And the second time, I looked at the dates on the tombstone, and it was like 1972 to 1985, 13-year-old person. So I think that was supposed to be foreshadowing poor Billy's death. Gotcha. A bit of sophistication in this movie, more than you'd give it credit for, yeah? <laughs> right. <laughs> he approaches this house, and it's this huge house, and he goes inside, uh, and he's like, well, it um, couldn't be any colder in there than it is out here. 
And I guess he's going to just chill for the night. And this house is easy to get into, but there's nobody there. And he walks in and he finds a room that is decorated like a birthday party. And Billy thinking almost nothing of this, but walking up, uh, balloons hanging from the ceiling. There's a doll sitting in a chair there. There's a birthday cake on the table, some presents, uh, party favors laid out. And a card, and he picks up the card, and he opens it, and it says, Happy birthday, Billy, from all of us. Hey, surprise party. So you didn't forget after all. This is really great. You can come out now. But nothing happens. And so he's like, right. all right, so I guess I should cut the cake now? All right, I'll go cut the cake. And he goes, some <laughs> knife, and he cuts the cake. Like, this whole scene is so stupid. Because... Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's so dumb. Yeah, he's in the it's dark. It's so stupid. In this spooky room, somehow half expecting that all of his friends and his parents broke into this house that he wandered into to set up a surprise. It's a very elaborate surprise party for him. Right. Uh, anyway, no sense at some, all. some silly little things happen, and he says, Oh, well, uh, should I open up this present? You guys want me to open up this present? All right, I guess I'm going to open up the present then. And when he opens it up, this head in there goes, Hey, happy birthday, Billy. And, <laughs> and Billy runs out screaming from the house. He gets chased around by this creature, and I couldn't figure out what this creature was. I was in my notes calling him Nightcrawler because he kind of looked like Nightcrawler from the X-Men. This thing, whatever it is, chases him around for a long time. Like mm. it's this long chase of this weird thing chasing him around outside the house. Uh, and eventually it catches him and it scratches his face all up and then it buries him alive. And like this totally unrealistic scene where it's this creature is like throwing shovels of dirt <laughs> onto this kid. Who's just like flailing around in, in this grave. Um, but I, yeah, but I guess we're just supposed to believe that uh, this creature, whatever it is, is quick enough that it can just bury this kid alive. Uh, and I was kind of surprised by that because, you know, we get this kid right from the very beginning and then uh, he gets killed right right off. And, and I didn't see that coming. I kind of expected Billy to be more of a part of the movie. But as it turns out, this is one of the scenes that was shot later uh, and inserted into the film. So, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that they there's only so much they could do with them because he really wasn't a part of the central plot line. Um, but it's just all confusing and, and weird. And it, it's a good way to start out this movie because it's going to continue like that for the rest of the time. Well, you don't often see a werewolf stalking somebody and then picking up a shovel and starting frantically shoveling dirt on them. Sure. <laughs> uh, so bizarre. So bizarre. I know. Meanwhile, we kind of get to the meat of the movie. Seriously, like, you, there are two cars driving down the road, and uh, all I could say about these people was that it's a bunch of assholes driving down the road for <laughs> reasons that we don't know. And, like, I, that's how I just kept referring to them. I'm like, well, there's the asshole in the suit jacket and the asshole. <laughs> like, like, they're all just, they're all just these annoying horrible people and it doesn't even make sense like why are these two groups of people together because one of them is like a group of like thuggy punky teenagers and the other group is like these waspy middle business 
<laughs> middle-aged guys and that, like <laughs> like apparently they know each other and they're supposed to be going somewhere together but they don't really know where they're supposed to be going and i'm like why would these people be hanging out together at all it doesn't make I, any yeah. sense well the guys in the car like the guys behind them the the older man you know the older people who are following make some comment about how they're following this other guy who's the dude straight out of greece thuggy yeah. guy and they say something like i told you we shouldn't have followed him first he starts a fight at that party gets us all thrown out embarrasses the hell out of us now he gets us lost out here in the middle of nowhere and i'm thinking what party were all these people at together right just like you said they end up at this mansion too um and this mansion apparently is the john jay estate and john jay was one of our founding fathers and like so i guess they shot this really all at this big uh, southern mansion i guess the crew stayed in the carriage house and like it was this whole big deal and it, it and <laughs> if there's anything interesting or cool about this movie i thought that was kind of cool um but they all end up at this house and as it turns out there's some sort of like crypt keeper type guy who lives in this house who has this beautiful girl in a coffin and i guess the premise is supposed to be that this this was his wife and now somehow through sorcery he's keeping her youthful and alive by killing people and and stealing their youthful essence in this mansion and he says i can wait no longer the final foolish victims will be here very soon. And then, once again, we shall be together for all time. First of all, he's wearing what looks like a dime store Halloween mask that barely moves when When he he talks. talks. Yeah. And and every time he talks and not only does he talk when he's on screen, but he also does kind of some narrative stuff when he's not on screen. It sounds like they put him in like a tin can and asked him to record all of his dialogue. Like there's this weird resonance going on with his voice. For 70 years I have waited. I have sacrificed the use of so many so that you might live. And yet I would trade all my powers for some way to make you see how helplessly I love you. Basically what it is, they get all these people into this big mansion uh, and it's just a setup for them all to die in these crazy wackadoodle ways. I wish it were more fun than it than it is. Like I, I don't yeah. know. How did you, did you think that it was fun? Because it seemed like it should have been fun. It's like it seemed like, and I think that really going in that their idea was let's be as off the wall as we can. Let's have a new monster every few minutes. Um, and and in theory, that sounds neat. But ultimately, it just seemed dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I felt like this movie should have been a lot of fun. And there were a couple things, I think, that killed it. First of all, the fact that you just really don't know what's going on. And it's not just that you don't know what's going on, but you get a sense that that nothing is going... Like, 
it, it's just completely inept. And I think that's the marriage of these two concepts. This guy and his bride popping in every now and then, and him sitting in front of a chess table talking about how he's playing this intricate game of chess with these people, which is not an intricate game of chess with these people. Uh, and later no. on, like, you know, his bride wakes up, and so she's, like, alive, but this is, like, halfway through the movie. So it's it's not like right. these people dying is, is giving her any kind of new life. She's already up. She's already moving around. There's almost a whole just separate movie playing out between him and this girl. Then, of course, the acting is absolutely terrible. And they're Oh, it's some of the worst acting I've ever seen. It's so, so bad. And not only, you know, like, the dialogue is bad. Like, they didn't have anything to work with, really. But, um, I mean, it's just horrendous. My favorite is there's this guy. I think his name is Rick. I think. I don't know. (laughs) I I was trying to keep track of their names. It doesn't really matter. But there's this, I think his name is Rick, and he's like the funny one. And he's so over the top. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like it seems like he's doing stand up and he's wearing a t shirt with his own face on it. And like he has a puppet that like he kind of does some gags with. And like I thought that that might play more into it and that like it might be a funny thing, but like he just does the shtick with the puppet for a little while in the beginning. And then you just see him running around with a t shirt with himself and the puppet on the t shirt. He was the worst, but. I mean, that's not saying much because all of them, (laughs) the acting was just terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just bad. I mean, these lines and the staging of everything was terrible. And if you read, you know, this article, it sounds like from the filmmaker, for the original filmmakers of Twisted Souls, it sounds like they had some very elaborate camera setups that they did with following shots and tracking shots and things that they say, like, with ideas behind them. But those got so chopped up. So all you get are these cuts from, you know, here to there to here to there. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd find it hard to believe that even if you went and looked at those original shots, that they were that interesting. Because even the most static shot in this film, which is, you know, three people or four people talking, looks like it was shot from across the room. And they're awkwardly standing, yeah. kind of like they're on stage. They're they're sort of facing each other, but they're also sort of facing the camera as they talk. Um, it all just looks so put together for the camera. None of it looks natural. And then the other thing that I think really ruins it is the horrible music. The music in this movie yes. is so bad that it kills any tension that comes in any of these scenes and just makes them laughable. Like, I think the movie would be at least ten times better. Not to say it would be good, but it would at least be ten times better if they had just kept all the music out of it whenever the music cuts in and it cuts in a lot and it's this terrible synthesized kind of junk it never seems to fit with the scene uh that it's over well it's it's just silly i mean like the the music everything about it it just feels very after school special like it just seems so low grade and so low budget i would have rather seen Twisted Souls. I would have rather have just seen that because I feel like what they were going for was just this madcap. It's not supposed to make any sense. It's supposed to be silly and over the top. When Twisted Souls was over and they went back and put in other stuff, everything else that they put in was this old guy and his 
bride and and all of these minor characters that surround this old creepy guy and it just seems forced and stupid twisted souls seemed like it was just going to be kind of an evil dead romp like here's all this crazy shit that's going to happen there's just all these crazy monsters and special effects and and these kids getting picked off one by one by all this weird madcap stuff. And I think that it would have been more fun and it would have been a heck of a lot shorter if we had just gotten that. The extra stuff just seems to muddy it. Like it's trying to take itself too seriously and it it just doesn't work at all. Yeah, and the Evil Dead um, influence is clearly here. Uh, one of the first things they do, Duke, the bad guy, opens up a door, yeah. pries open a door, and a like a mummy type, I don't know what you'd call it, just some kind of like crazy... Prop. Prop corpse, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Falls out, and it looks just like it was ripped off of the Evil Dead. It's holding like a box that they open up. And- What's this supposed to be? <laughs> Looks sort of like a Parcheesi game or something. I know what this is. I mean, I've never seen one like this before. It's a Ouija board. Ouija board? That sounds stupid. They're rich. This must belong to you. (laughs) But there's something missing. It's supposed to come with a, um... There. That's the thing that fell out of the box on the shelf. Well, how do you play it? Don't you need dice or something? You don't play. The Ouija board is a tool for communication. Communication with who? One of the girls, who seems to know a lot about Ouija, starts just spewing out the, the Wikipedia page on, we, on Ouija boards. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and then this is the point at which, bless them for trying, the filmmakers trying to make a connection between these two separate stories. But at this point, our Crypt Keeper man, it's like he's possessing her. It looks like he's yeah. trying to take control. And we get these odd close-ups of his forehead. Like his forehead is like there's a vein <laughs> pulsing in his forehead, or maybe his head's about to split open. And that goes nowhere. Like that just kind of happens, and then that's it. But then she <laughs> turns into a deadite. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, There's no other way to describe it. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's so silly to even talk about the plot because really from that point on, it's just everybody else gets scared. And so then they start running around the house. And then we get an hour of them separated, just running around the house and running into different things. And like at some points, they'll be really, really scared. And then at some points, it's just like they're just hanging out. Like (laughs) like a couple of ones that I remember and there's no I'm not even going to try to be linear in talking about this plot because it's so dumb Um, but Duke and his girl whoever Linda I guess is her name at some point they end up in a basement and Duke's like hey I'm super horny let's do it like (laughs) what (laughs) like you're running you're running for your life from like these demons but you want to take the time to bone in the basement of this creepy house (laughs) He even like he even throws a sheet over his head, I think, and says, Ooh, look at me, I'm Duke the Horny Ghost. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> and and then and then the oh, crown yes. jewel of this movie movie um linda is laying down on the ground and she even says like it feels so good to lay down like (laughs) oh my god and 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 then these okay so like these uh zombie arms come out 
from the ground around her and grab her. And she gets up and these creatures start to come up from under the ground. And we've already seen, we've already had some Night of the Living Dead moments with people coming up out of the cemetery outside the house and, and whatnot. But these are different. These are like these big like swamp thing monsters that come out. On IMDb, they refer to them as the muck monsters. But they come out and then it's just two minutes of them walking around farting. (laughs) Every step they take is a fart noise. Oh my gosh. It's it's hard to believe that that made it into the final cut of the movie. It's so silly and stupid. And then the way that they kill them is that they realize somehow that they dissolve if they're exposed to wine. (laughs) So like they're in this wine cellar and Linda like takes an axe and like axes wine barrel and all this wine just pours out. If this movie had just been a series of those type of incidents, I would have applauded it and said, that's hilarious. That's funny. I see what you're going for. But because they tried to put other stuff in and make it more than that and give it more of a cohesive plot, I'm like, nope, you lost me. This is just stupid. Like, I'm done. And the special effects are good. I mean, for for the 80s, the special effects. They're all right. Well, (laughs) I'm not going to say they're all good. But I'm going to say there is a lot that went into them. Like those creatures, there's one of the girls gets um, gets attacked in a room. I think it's the woman with the terrible British accent. Um, yeah, Adrian, yeah. the smoking asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the smoking British asshole. Her, her, her boyfriend or whatever dies or, or husband or whoever it was. And then it's like ghoulies, these, these creatures yes! pop out. They look cool though, but they're like water yeah. creatures because they have like a. They're almost like giant nasty tadpoles because they have like a slippery yeah. back to them and they're all dripping with slime and they come at her from around the room. And it's totally obvious that they only have like one of these puppets because they never show more yeah. than one at a time. <laughs> and she'll like like kill one or throw something over one and then another one will pop up that you know just just like the first and it's it's kind of a goofy scene but uh but those were cool creatures they were better yeah i i know what you mean when when you say good special effects and i scoff at that i i know what you mean because it's all very practical and in all honesty, you can tell that a lot of work went into these practical effects. Do they look great and real? Not necessarily. There's a lot of like heads like expanding and glowing and like <laughs> splitting into like vagina foreheads and things like from a practical perspective. Yeah, I can tell a lot of work went into it. I could tell that there were people, you know, like pumping air into these faces or masks or whatever and they were passionate about what they were doing it 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 doesn't age well i get it and i'm down for it it's just that the the movie is so dumb overall that i'm just not very forgiving (laughs) (laughs) well you know you always talk about xyz would be a good movie to have on the background during halloween do you think this movie is one of those Oh, yeah, absolutely, because it's it's silly. You know, it's silly, but it's 
oh god i don't even want to say it's fun like i don't even want to give this movie any credit because it i it's really really bad but yes if you were walking through a haunted house and this movie was playing on screens sporadically yeah there's some neat stuff to look at um just in the context for me it just doesn't work and and again i i can't say enough if it had just been the movie that the filmmakers originally wanted to make i think what they were going for was off the wall weird stuff all the time and i would have just preferred to see that like don't give me too much of a storyline don't give me this dumb ass storyline about this like frankenstein who's trying to keep this young bride who's not interested in him just show me the monsters show me the asian lady who pops out of nowhere and then (laughs) turns out to be like this mistress of the evil spiders and then who kind of turns into this weird demon spider and kills that annoying comedian guy like yeah those parts i can appreciate on their own and and if I guess what I'm saying is I the plot is dumb. Like, just get the plot out of there. What you said from the very beginning was whoever was behind this initially was just get a bunch of teenagers in a house and kill them off with a bunch of different monsters. I'm down with that part. It's the rest of it that just ruins the whole thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, there's that one scene where they all get to, where there are like four of them left. I think this is before the comedian gets into the evil spider lair. He's like the only one who's off. The older guy and his girlfriend or whatever, and then it's uh, Duke or whatever and his girlfriend. It's another one of those moments where they've all just escaped something terrible, so they all stop to talk about it. And they're all real calm about it. And then Duke, for no reason, starts a fight with this other guy. And we get this really Yeah, for lame, no reason. We get this really lame, long, drawn-out fight scene where they're punching each... And it's like every punch like sends somebody like careening across the room and against the banister and onto the wall. And then they're like in another room and they're fighting and the girls just walk in. Ooh, doody, doody, do. You guys should really stop. And... Uh, yeah, we should really stop this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the door slams behind him. And in this room... Uh, for no really good reason, there's a big statue of, like, the Grim Reaper, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which looks totally out of place in the room because it, there's just, like, a table and some chairs, and that's it. And the magician chants something else, and the Grim Reaper's light eyes light up. And this is a – okay, this is one of the more low-rent aspects of the special effects where it's clearly just a guy in a costume with glowing eyes. Right. He's coming after them, and he's swinging his axe. They end up on the roof. They run out the window onto the roof, and they're going down this roof that goes along the side of the second floor of the house, and it's just lined with windows. There are like six or seven windows along the edge of this roof. And as this Green River climbs out of the window and starts menacingly going towards them, they're trying every window along the roof to try to get back yeah. in. Yeah. I also loved that part because a major part of the premise of the movie is that they haven't been able to get out of the house. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, they can just crawl out on the roof. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and, but the way they dispatch him is fantastic. One, one guy just runs up to him and grabs him. You know, they're wrestling with the uh, with the scythe or whatever in his hand. And he just throws this guy off the, the, the Grim Reaper off the roof. He, and he explodes. And he explodes. <laughs> On impact with the ground, like not uh, just not a little explosion, like a car exploded, explosion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and they go back in. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then they go back in. Yeah. Oh gosh, you know, and there's all kinds of these little moments that are kind of like uh, there's one monster that's kind of like octopusy and like it can <laughs> like, but it's also like an electric octopus, <laughs> so we can like electrocute people. And it's got like an and... exposed heart that beats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're throwing the kitchen sink in here with all with all these monsters and special effects. And I'm 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 cool with that that's that's fun and like I, the, there's the 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 random asian i already mentioned her but i she's worth another mention the random asian lady that just shows up and like of course they just do that shot where it's like the light is just lighting her eyes and she's like hello come here i will help you <laughs> <laughs> And the comedian's like, okay, I guess I might as well. Right. And then she goes through a huge transformation where she turns into this crazy spider beast. And, like, that's kind of fun. It was awesome. Um, Oh, don't come on. Give that that effect some credit. That was a killer effect for its time. I know. I do. I do. I mean, it's a little bit Jason and the Argonauts or those movies that our dads watched, you know, (laughs) like where it was like where it was like slow kind of stop motion kind of. And it's not stop motion. It's just that's just kind of what it looked like. But ultimately pretty cool. And and meanwhile, we're leaving out. Okay, so (laughs) you have to know you have to know that. It, it, it's clearly two movies. So you've got the kids being chased around by monsters. There's there's the first movie. There's Twisted Souls. And then you've got all this other stuff that's supposedly going on around. But the stuff that's going on around is just this crypt keeper kind of narrating things going on. And he's got this bright or whatever. But then he's also got like these other minions. Like there's we, – we mentioned from the beginning – with Billy and this weird thing that's chasing him around. I, I guess he's supposed to be a were cat. The crypt keeper guy calls him kitty, which I thought was freaking hilarious. Mm. And like, he's, he's like Igor in Frankenstein. Like yeah. he's always just creeping around the corners. And so like, they try to incorporate him into every scene, even though he never interacts with anybody else ever until the very, very end. So you just see him sneaking around all the time. He like, just gleefully closes and opens doors. <laughs> Right, right. (laughs) And not only that, but he's everywhere. Like every time you see a scene, he's like hanging around, opening and closing doors. But then he's also always with the Crypt Keeper guy. Like how is he everywhere at one time? It doesn't make sense. And then at some point, the Crypt Keeper guy, he's like, Why must you resist? There's no escape. Your future no longer belongs to you. No! Don't touch me! Can't you see I've always hated you? Is that anybody? Doctors or father of your children? Children? What do you mean, children? We have only one child. Oh. Oh, my darling. We have many children. My God. What have you done? And this kid, (laughs) (laughs) this poor, (laughs) they, they, they bring in this poor child actor who they like threw this monk's habit on and like these, these terrible, like Bubba teeth and put gray makeup all over his face. And he's supposed to be like the son and he doesn't do anything. 
really. Like, I don't even understand <laughs> what his purpose was, but he's a h- hilarious to see. I kept expecting him just to hold out a bag and go, trick or treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh man i think i had a costume like that one halloween yeah as terrible as it was like i thought oh man i wish i were that kid i bet it would have been fun to hang out on that set <laughs> but the bride runs away and it makes no sense because at first you think they're on the well they've got to be like on the second floor of this house in some room that nobody's discovered yet but it's this huge like cavernous room and one you know you see one side of the room and it looks kind of like a parlor you know like dracula's lair and then when it shows the other side of the room it almost looks like there's a portal to the outside it's kind of misty and smoky in their vines and green things and she runs out through that like sort of stony arch and then she ends up running through what appears to be the basement at times but then at other times is like a forest or a cave and she encounters this witch that uh, jumps up behind her. But it's not like a person dressed as a witch. It's another one of these creature effects. Were you talking about the Giggle Witch? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm talking about the Giggle Witch. <laughs> the Giggle Witch was one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because she, she kind of looked like something that you would buy at Walmart to hang on your door at Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> but just somebody attached and a little just... more articulation to it. <laughs> yeah. It was, that's the kind of thing that my dad gets a big kick out of. Like, <laughs> like you hang it on the door and like, it has a motion sensor. That's so right. when the kids come up to the door, it's like, <laughs> it starts vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The giggle, Witch was one of my favorites. <laughs> So then she runs outside, and again, like they're not supposed to be able to get out, so I don't know how she got out. But oh, no, she doesn't go outside yet. First, she says, I know what I have to do, and she gets an ice yeah. pick. And this ice pick is so bizarre because we've seen this ice pick, like this ice pick originally came out of Billy's bag. And I don't know why this kid running away from home thought to pack his ice pick along with him. Uh, That was how one of the demons had grabbed one of those. And then I guess she found it just up on a ledge somewhere, and she hides it. And so she comes to, you know, old wizard man and starts to pretend like, okay, I love you now. And he leans her over uh, the coffin for a kiss, and then she stabs him in the forehead. And he falls forward, and then she runs out onto the roof, like you said earlier, that we that we saw them run out. It, it's like the same right. window, too, so it, none of yeah, this makes yeah. any sense. <laughs> <laughs> and she climbs down the vines, uh, the trellis outside the, uh, outside the house. And then we get subjected to a good solid 10 minutes of her just rolling around on the ground being pawed at by zombies. Wasn't this the longest scene you've ever oh seen? Like, <laughs> like they these zombies, like, they chase her for a while, and then they catch her, and then they rip her dress off. Like, she's been wearing this wedding dress the whole time, and they rip it off. But, and then she runs, and then they catch her, and then she runs, and then they catch her. And it seriously around. goes on for, like, ten minutes. It's like, like she's it's going so in circles. Long. I thought I knew. I was like, oh, it's the 80s, so they're going to rip her clothes all the way off and she's going to run around with their boobs out but she didn't even no. like there was one point where they were ripping her dress off that i thought maybe her boobs were coming out i don't even know that just may have been 
<laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say wishful thinking because I don't really care. <laughs> but I, you know, maybe wishful expectations. Wishful expectations for an '80s movie. Damn but it! No, thwarted again. Like this movie can't yeah. even get that right. <laughs> it's so incompetent. Don't you know there's supposed to be nudity? There's no nudity right. in this film. <laughs> Okay, so by this point, we're like an hour and 20 in, and I know there's only like five minutes of the movie left, so I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? So she runs, and she finds this random car, and the (laughs) zombies are just like lurking behind her, like not even pursuing her anymore. They're just like, ah. (laughs) And she gets in the car, and I'm like, how is this lady who's been dead for seven Who knows how many, like, yeah, Yeah. she drives, I guess. (laughs) And and there's a hilarious shot where, like, I I feel like it was really ambitious. Like, she had to jump down off this platform onto the car, and then she was supposed to, like, swing herself in through the window, but she totally misses it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like she tries to swing herself in, but she 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 loses her grip and like she falls out on the (laughs) so like so like just her legs are in the car window but somehow she crawls her way back into the window and she's just in this car and then this rando guy shows up is like hey what are you doing in my car (laughs) the bigger question is what is your car doing out here and why are you hanging around lady what are you doing in my car (laughs) she's like help me so he gets in and they start to drive away at like five miles an hour like that's right right. they're just taking a stroll through the woods (laughs) and they they stop and she's like oh thank god i never thought i'd get away it's so nice to meet a nice stranger and he's like i'm not a stranger didn't you know i've loved you forever and like it cuts back to him and he's the werecat guy (laughs) (laughs) which still makes no sense I have no idea who this guy is, is or there, what he's supposed to be. Is there supposed to be a love triangle going on between the magician, this girl, and the werecat guy? <laughs> Just got revealed at the end. I guess. And then, and then, okay, so then, like, it just cuts to, like, a lot of rumbling at the house and, like, that pulsating grave that we saw from the beginning bursts open and the evil wizard necromancer pops out of it. I don't understand. Was he supposed to be dead and in there the whole time? Like, I, I, I have no idea what's going on. He bursts out and is like, ha, 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 ha. And then you get a a cut of the kid in the Halloween costume with the big teeth giggling. And then it's over. Like I had no idea what was going on because Mm. by my count, there were still like three of those people still alive in the house. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like we just forget about them. And, and we never even cared about this woman and the, this bride in the first place. So, you know. But but that just begs the question, what was the original ending to Twisted Souls? What happens? I, I really am just kind of at a loss for what to say. I, I, I didn't enjoy this movie. It was frankly kind of painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, the, there, were, there were parts of it, like the effects – 
that I enjoyed. And some of them were so bad, but I feel like in the right context, it could have been so bad it's good. I wish that whoever took over would have just left it alone because I think then it could have been so bad it's good. Putting in all the the evil magician and the bride and the cat and the Halloween costume boy, it just detracted from the evil dead ghoulies millions of things they were trying to mash up. And even though some of those effects were so bad, like going all the way back to the beginning when Carol turned into the dead egg, there were some times when her makeup looked okay. And there were some times when she was clearly just in a latex mask and like her mouth didn't even move when she was talking. Like it was so bad. And I think that I would have appreciated that more If they hadn't messed with it, I would have liked to have seen, let's just get a bunch of assholes in a house and have them taken out by a random assortment of monsters. That part was fun. The rest of it just felt trite and stupid and like they were trying too hard. And I didn't need that additional story. It didn't add anything. It was boring and Like I walk away from it just thinking, why? I don't care. I don't care about this wizard. I don't care about his bride. Like it was just dumb. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, You know, people online will say, oh, this is hilarious. It's this madcap romp. You just go with it and whatever. I I had a very hard time going with it. It just, I I felt like it was painful as well. Apparently, the very first cut of this, of Twisted Souls, was two and a half hours long. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah, and it it apparently moved very slow. And Michael Bell, this producer, got so excited that he showed it to a distributor of Golden Harvest, which is a major film company in Hong Kong. And the filmmakers were like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And he did it. And of course, the distributor said, well, we're not interested in it, you know, because it's too slow for our market. And so this guy just turned around and was like, the movie sucks, blah, 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 it needs to be cut, it needs to be cut. You know, whereas the these filmmakers are going, yeah, we know that. It's a rough cut. That was the whole point. You're not supposed to show it to people. Now, the original filmmakers had an almost 90-minute cut trimmed down. And when they were kicked off the project, they thought that whoever came in after them was just going to add a little bit of extra animation. They, they, saw, they felt the movie was pretty much done. And it was this new crew that came in. They ended up cutting it down. And when they trimmed the fat from the film, they ended up had 45 minutes. Mm. that was what they had deemed uh, was usable that they had to add additional stuff to. Basically kept all the creature effects and very little else. So clearly the movie's been messed with. And unfortunately, no existing original print of, of even this film is known to exist. So as far as getting like a nice cleaned up version, as far as getting like what the original Twisted Souls could have been, uh, we'll probably never see that, uh, which is kind of a shame. But yeah, I... I would love to be kinder to this film. I really would. The best I can say right. about it is, if you were to cut it down even more, say to like 20 minutes, <laughs> by sure. cutting out everything in between all the monster effects and just string the monster effects back to back. I mean, this movie probably made an awesome trailer, right? The trailer for this movie probably sure. oh, yeah. would have sold yeah. it like gangbusters. Right now, like you said, it feels like watching people go through a haunted house and, and not particularly interesting yeah. people. So. right. And, and, and the, like, if you get off on bad movies, like, if, if that's your thing, like, if you like bad horror movies, then by all means, I mean, this, 
it's it's <laughs> I, I you know I I don't know what to say because I like those sometimes too. You know, we just we've watched a couple movie movies lately um, where it's been kind of so bad it's good, or at least it really had heart and we appreciated it. And uh, maybe that's it. You know, I, I think that the the two guys who were trying to make Twisted Souls, I think they did have heart. And I think that they had a love of horror and, and they were going for something madcap. And I think that if we had just gotten their vision, that it wouldn't have been a lot of fun. But unfortunately, it, it got messed with. And, and I think that was a big mistake. But like you said, and I do say it all the time, I'm like a broken record, you know, it, it, at a Halloween party, um, throw this on, you know, in a room where people are just going to be hanging out and talking and drinking and not, you know, not there to watch the movie, but every once in a while, you're going to see some fun things, some fun practical effects and, and, and terrible acting. And that's funny too. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's f- terrible acting is funny if you don't have to sit down and watch it for an hour and a half. Like- yeah. There's, there's like a limit, you know, we've seen a lot of films, whether they have heart or not, that at least there's a linear structure to it. At least they're not terribly confusing. They may not make a lot of sense, but at least they're going in a particular direction, or at least you can see the, the attempt behind it. Whereas this movie just feels like a big jumbled mess. And that's why it's just not entertaining to sit and try to watch from beginning to end. The acting is so bad and the writing is so bad in some parts of it that I, I wish that I had pointed to more specific examples. At one point, the comedian Rich says, Either kill me or get me the hell out of here. I gotta think all week. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like the, these are the kinds of lines you're dealing with in this movie, and that's freaking hilarious. That's hilarious. Even and and it's delivered so bad. Like this guy is just like pop-eyed the whole. Oh gosh! How about when he's walking around upstairs and he trips and falls and makes this huge deal over it? It was an electrical cord, you idiot! <sighs> oh god! I thought I bought the farm that time. Scared the hell out of me. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm fine. I haven't met the electrical cord yet that can get the best of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, now, see, folks, there's fun to be had with this movie. <laughs> And that's bit. about the best I can say for it, really. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be watching it again. I'm not going to be watching it again. But, you know, by all means, give it a shot. See what you think. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening to another episode. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. You can like us on Facebook. We have a page there. You can find uh, this episode as well as many other back episodes on iTunes, on Google Play, and on Stitcher. Please send us a note. Let us know what you think of Spookies, as well as any films you'd like us to review in the future. Until that time, I'm Todd. And I'm Craig. Two guys and a chainsaw. Ah.